everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility via natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naterna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and thanks so much for joining in today. Today, we are going to be talking about the role of your liver in hormonal balance. and. I know when we're talking about fertility, we're really focused on things like egg quality and implantation, which makes total sense. But what many don't realize is that our liver health is actually integral to all aspects of fertility, because if we're not metabolizing our hormones properly, then our ovarian function and even our uterine lining may not be developing properly. Hormones would be out of whack. Uh, When our liver is not detoxifying properly, we have a buildup of more toxins in the system, which can lead to more free radical damage, which can degrade egg quality and also cause inflammation that would cause an inhospitable environment for implantation. The liver also influences other organs. So for, or I should say organs and glands. So for example, our thyroid gland, which is integral for maintaining a pregnancy and for having regular periods. If the liver is not healthy, it cannot effectively convert inactive thyroid hormone into active thyroid hormone. Therefore, we don't have enough thyroid hormone to support our system and to support pregnancy. Our liver health can start to stress out our adrenal glands. Our adrenal glands are our stress hormone glands. When the liver is stressed, our adrenal glands can start to fire uh, in erratic patterns causing more internal stress that again can start to degrade egg quality. It can affect implantation. It can affect regularity of cycles. So overall, the point I'm trying to make is that the health of our liver is important to our hormonal balance, things like, you know, uh, regulating PMS, for example, but also to the, the detailed aspects of our fertility that so many women are looking to improve upon. So it's not always the key to be doing like, okay, I'm going to do this antioxidant supplement. Uh, That's not going to take care of the whole picture. And and by the way, the liver has to process a lot of the supplements. And if the liver is not healthy, it's just the supplements can be even more load. So I think that we need to start focusing a bit more holistically on different aspects of our body's health to be able to improve fertility overall. So let's go into a little bit more information about the liver's role. And um, we know that it obviously is responsible for detoxification, but it's also responsible for detoxification and processing of estrogen. Uh, and in many women with PMS or hormonal symptoms, liver activity is generally impaired. And, and the reason is because estrogen is not detoxified adequately. And higher than normal levels of estrogen remain in the blood, contributing to free radical damage, inflammation, and a bunch of unpleasant PMS symptoms like bloating and mood disorders and cravings and bad periods. 
Liver activity is in part regulated by the adrenal gland and by the thyroid gland, as I mentioned, and it's influenced obviously by diet and as well as the toxic substances that are present in the body. Lesser known is that emotions, which result from internal stress, can also play a role in determining liver function. So adrenal hormone secretion, which are those stress hormone glands that I mentioned, like cortisol and adrenaline, um, those diminish a little bit before the period. And due to increased estrogen secretion, liver activity is also decreased. So this results to reduced detoxification of estrogen and then reduced bile flow. And when you have reduced bile flow, it can also reduce your bowel movements. And then if you're not having bowel movements, you're again, not eliminating the estrogen all that well. And the point of me bringing up estrogen a lot is because estrogen dominance uh, is, is a really common reason to have bad PMS. It's a common reason to have really very unpleasant symptoms after an IVF cycle because we have so much estrogen built up that didn't get eliminated properly because the liver got bunged up with medications. And if we have the excess estrogen, it usually leads to weight gain, which is also unpleasant, the fluid retention. And, you know, for our purposes here, a hormonal imbalance that can cause more inflammation and a more inhospitable environment and sort of start to derail the signaling between the brain and the ovaries to produce healthy eggs and produce a, a good lining. Uh, reduced liver enzyme production, uh, also affects digestion and potentially affects protein synthesis and other functions. So some of the things that can bung up the liver function would be obvious. Like if you're drinking regularly, uh, alcohol, if you're eating a lot of fried foods, uh, even if you're eating a lot of poor quality oils, like sunflower, corn oil, like, like roasted nuts, for example, that you buy at CVS, like those are covered in uh, an oil that's not going to be ideal for your liver. If you eat any rancid oils, if you're eating even a really high carb diet can start to affect the liver. Uh, that's when you're starting to see higher levels of cholesterol. So a lot of the women I see with high cholesterol, it's not because they eat a lot of meat or lobster or eggs or things that have generally more cholesterol. It's because they're eating higher carb diets and higher gluten diets that will lead to the, the liver not being able to process uh, the glucose, and then we have conversion into fat, and we have issues with the cholesterol. Other things that can be affecting our liver health are things like toxic metals, uh, like mercury and cadmium, and these affect the thyroid and adrenal gland activity too. Uh, many toxic me metals such as copper, iron, and manganese accumulate in the liver, impairing normal liver enzyme function. And they can be detrimental to the pituitary, ovarian, pancreatic, and all glandular activities. So these metals can really be affecting all the signaling. Toxic metals also increase the body's need for various nutrients like vitamin C, cadmium, I'm sorry, calcium, zinc, and manganese. The end result is a multiplicity of nutritional deficiencies and imbalances. So it's sort of like you know, you get a toxin into your body, your liver has to deal with it. If it's not dealing with it very well, then it starts to build up. You know, then we're having the liver misfiring. It's other hormone producing glands start misfiring. Then we start getting nutritional deficiencies and everything just starts to get messy. Uh, but the, the common link in all this is the liver. So for this reason, ridding the body of toxic metals is often essential um, to really balance the hormones. And we're getting toxic metals from 
like our water and uh, foods, like certain fish, for example. We're getting it from air quality. Um, we're kind of get like it's like an onslaught essentially, and so we have to basically be regularly cleansing ourselves because I don't think it's possible to completely avoid them. Like you could get a really good water filter, like a Berkey, um, and you can avoid big fish. Uh, you can get an air filter, like you can do all these things to reduce your exposure, which I think are really excellent things to do. But when it comes down to it, you also just have to really focus on maintaining good liver health so that your liver can deal with any of the things coming at you in our modern day lifestyle. So what to do about having impaired liver function. So it is relatively simple. Um, and simple is sometimes the hardest to take because we don't want to change our habits. And I can tell you for sure that simply taking milk thistle, for example, which is a liver protecting herb is not going to solve the issue. And drinking dandelion tea is not going to solve the issue. Uh, and these things are helpers. They do help the liver, greens, powders, those herbs, um, N-acetylcysteine, alpha-lipoic acid, glutathione. These are all liver helpers. The problem is, is that if you keep abusing the liver with intaking things that are not healthy, then it just ends up being more work for the body. Uh, so it's sort of like a, I call it like a detox retox situation where you're giving your body these, uh, substances to help you like supplements or what have you to help you detoxify your liver. But then you keep putting garbage in and the, and the liver has to work harder and the adrenals have to work harder and your whole body has to work harder to just metabolize and deal with the whole situation. And then it starts to just take the energy away. Uh, and the energy and vitality is what's needed to also produce healthy eggs and, um, revitalize your uh, reproductive system and also just to make you feel good. So my suggestion is this, I do believe in quarterly cleanses, like every few months to doing 10 days. And I'm not talking about a fast. I'm talking about like just cleaning up the diet, taking out, um, bad oils and fried food and booze and caffeine and just giving your body a break. I didn't mention that earlier. Um, coffee is really hard on the liver. It's hard on the liver and kidneys. Uh, and so if you're going through a period where you are having sort of like a, a big onslaught of things that are, that your liver is going to have to deal with, like for example, an IVF cycle where your liver has to deal with all the added hormones and the medications, then I just wouldn't drink coffee for that reason. I know that a lot of women are looking at not drinking coffee to improve their fertility, but part of the picture of that is just the load on the liver. Um, I will say another thing about coffee is that if you are ex uh, experiencing heightened emotions, anxiety, frustration, stress, coffee is like adding fuel to the fire. You will actually feel yourself become fairly peaceful within 24 to 48 hours of ceasing it. Uh, so just keep that in mind, uh, as, as a little, you know, add on here. But so what we're looking at is not necessarily adding more things to help detoxify the liver, although that is helpful. We're trying to reduce the burden. Uh, that's a huge part. So there's the quarterly cleanses. Like every few months you do the 10 days of just cleaning up the diet, mostly a vegan diet, lots of fluids. Um, you know, you can do some infrared saunas that are good for the liver, a little bit of green juice, a dandelion tea, burdock tea, that kind of thing. If you've done an IVF cycle and you have a little bit of a break, you want, might want to think about something like this also. Ten, between 10 and 21 days of doing um, a cleansing diet. I also recommend doing 
cleansing smoothies. Like I like Clearvite by Apex Energetics, for example. They do a good job of it because it doesn't increase gut bacteria and it does help with bowel movements without causing loose stool. Uh, but again, like I have a lot of people that will do this type of smoothie and then keep eating garbage and drinking alcohol. This is not the way to do it. If you're going to cleanse, you focus on the cleanse, you take away the assaults. Um, you don't take a cleansing supplement on top of a bad diet and, and alcohol consumption. When you are dealing with more hormonal treatments or hormonal imbalances, you want to uh, definitely eat a lot of green vegetables. These help the liver to detoxify very effectively. High fiber diet also does the same. High fat diet is not going to be as helpful and neither is a high carb diet. Uh, so even the healthy fats, we want to be careful about the amount of them when we are trying to clean the liver. Generally, um, more water-based foods are, are better for cleansing the liver. And so it comes down to basically um, vegetables. And then high fiber foods, if they're fatty foods, are okay. Like for example, flax or chia seeds are really great. And seeds like sesame seeds and sunflower seeds can be really helpful for the liver also. Herbs are great. I am an oriental herbalist, but I also do Western herbs. In Chinese medicine, we do combinations of herbs to help cleanse the liver, and they're usually specific to the person. Um, Western herbology has some great things to do. Uh, so anything from rosemary for the gallbladder and liver or milk thistle, as I mentioned, burdock root, Juniper is helpful just to sort of gently cleanse the body. So we have a bunch of options there. If you're suffering from hormonal symptoms like bad PMS, for example, you also want to be careful about nutrients. We tend to crave chocolate, for example, when we have bad hormonal symptoms, but hormones uh, like excess estrogen, I mean, are made worse by certain elements. So copper is high in chocolate. Um, so chocolate contains a lot of copper and copper makes estrogen dominance much worse. Like the, inf in the inflammatory symptoms, copper makes estrogen much worse. The inflammatory symptoms, the PMS symptoms overall, uh, the estrogen dominant symptoms become much worse with the consumption of copper. And so chocolate, even though you crave it, you crave it actually because it has magnesium in it and magnesium is good for PMS and for hormonal imbalances and for your liver and fluid retention and what have you. But because the chocolate also has copper, it kind of counteracts the benefits. Green tea can be really helpful. Uh, magnesium can be really helpful. N-acetylcysteine can be really helpful. Greens powders can be great. Uh, so these are all helpers in the realm of liver related hormonal imbalance and and trying to improve your fertility via helping your liver function better. We want to avoid detox retox. We want to give attention to our liver health because it matters in our overall hormonal landscape and therefore our our fertility. It also matters a lot in terms of the amount of uh, toxins, free radical damage is happening to our eggs for example. Bad oils high heat oils, alcohol, chocolate, coffee, not helpful. Certain herbs and supplements, very helpful, but better when eaten with a clean or when consumed with a clean diet. Regular cleansing, quarterly or so, about 10 days of a clean diet, you can add supplements to that. And if you've done an IVF cycle, or a IUI, a medicated one, and you have a little bit of time in between, 
then I suggest doing something in between to just clean the body out, reset the hormones, not to mention that it's also good for your emotions and your mindset and clarity of mind. It will help the process overall. So I know this is a tough one going into the holidays because everybody is actually very focused on consumption and enjoyment, which is great. Uh, I would say, you know, just maybe moderate and try not to just go balls to the wall and consume everything just because it's there and because it's the holidays. We tell ourselves this story that, you know, because it's the holidays, we should just be kind of be free. And I think that being free has meaning, a different meaning for different people. Uh, For me, being free is feeling good. And so when I am looking at the options of what to consume, I'm thinking about how I'm going to feel the next day and how I'm going to feel about, you know, how I've nourished myself. And I don't look at abstaining from certain things as if it's deprivation for me. For me, it's nourishment actually uh, to eat well and to avoid certain things. So, you know, sometimes it's a little bit of a reframe. I'll leave it to you as, uh, as to what you decide to do on this adventure through the holidays. Um, but you know, if you're on a fertility journey and you already aren't feeling that great, um, mentally or physically, uh, then, you know, I highly recommend taking care of your liver. It's the seat of your emotions in Oriental medicine. A clean liver will make you feel better emotionally. It'll make you feel better physically. Um, and it will often help hormonal balance and fertility. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community. And I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.